folks, it's Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, TikTards making up new genders, languages, and disabilities. Plus, the mental health advocate that wants to gun down her ex-boyfriend. Kids today are huffing condom fumes, apparently. And pickle-based art. All this coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Grandma talking about her shit. The shit you were having this morning and... I know it's different whenever I just talk about it, whenever I'm trying to talk about it. But that shit I had this morning, it came out, it was all green and everything. And I I know it's from those Pope Greens that I ate. And I don't know, it's just got to be something in those Pope Greens that that scientists should analyze or something that it probably gets in the crevices of your colon and just wraps around it. Because when that shit comes out, it's green and I think it takes a few shits with it and whenever I eat apple an apple and a thing of greens together now it lands it just holds it takes my breath away and whenever I get through having a shit like that it feels like the sensation like I just got fucked in the ass and then it's not hurting anymore but this sensation is still there that's how it feels after I have a big shit like that the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Oh, it's shit all over your face, baby. That's the best way to do it. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick, and it's made with horse urine. All right, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Got a great one for you today. Although I've got some bad news for a small percentage of my listeners. I know I've got at least a few trans people listening. Hate to break it to you, but you're no longer that special. Yeah, you're not the it minority anymore. Although that very well could be your preferred pronoun, in which case you still are the it gender. That'll never change. Don't let them take that away from you. But you you understand what I'm saying. You're no longer new. You're no longer shiny. We've moved on. I wouldn't go as far as saying we're living in a post-trans world. What am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is rolling out the new trans models for 2023! Out with the old and in with the new. Transgender may still be the boogeyman for the over 50 crowd, but for youngsters, they're looking for a new and original identity to latch onto to seem unique and scare adults with. New for 2023, transgender dysphoria. It's transgender, the next generation. Transgender dysphoria is defined as when you feel you should acquire or experience gender dysphoria. You don't have gender dysphoria, but you desperately want it. Just a quick side note here. Uh, I'm a member of the Ligbits community, and I don't even really know what gender dysphoria is. I forgot. It's so hard to keep track of these things. So gender dysphoria is like when there's a mismatch going on. Like you were born a man. You got manly parts. Dick and nuts. Yes, dick and nuts, for example. You've got dick and nuts, but inside you feel like a woman. You're trans people, basically. So this uh, transgender dysphoria is uh, if you don't have that. Like you've, it's not like you are a man or born with male parts and you feel like a woman, but you, you want to feel like that. You desperately wish you you could have gender dysphoria. You wish you could be confused about your gender. It's fear of missing out of being trans. 
FOMO trans. It's a way better name than transgender dysphoria. Anyway, uh, that's a real thing that kids are playing around with today. They even have their own flag. Oh, you gotta have your own flag. It's only real if you have a flag. Their colors are like, you know, your standard trans flag with the purples and the blues and the pinks and the whites. But then there's like a thin orange line in the middle. I don't know. It seems a little lazy to me, but uh, that's a new minority for 2023. Maybe you want something a little more exotic. Uh, we have you covered. Instead of wishing you were transgender, why not pine to be disabled? Kodo Handy is a trans age and trans abled identity in which one internally feels or identifies as a disabled kid around the age of one to 10 years old or someone who is Kodo Mage, Kodo Age, or Kodo Gender and desires to physically acquire a disability. It can be used as an autonomous identity or as an umbrella term. It's okay if you didn't understand all those words like Kodo Mage. No one does. No one knows what that means. Maybe you want a more specific disability. You could be Phasian. If you have a feeding tube or feel you should acquire a feeding tube, but don't need one according to your body conditions, congratulations, you're Phasian. And you also have a flag. You get a flag and you get a flag. Everyone gets a flag, including sunblurrens. These are all just, these are all made up, right? It's like a child wants to be special. It just thinks up an identity and then posts it on the internet. And then it's a real thing, right? Sonblurins is a trans-abled identity affected or influenced by music and songs, causing one to want worse and or blurrier vision. <laughs> We're getting pretty fucking specific right now. I wish there were a community of people like me. People who like to listen to music just to have blurry vision. Rounding out some of our new favorite identities, transabled, those who identify as disabled, but they don't actually have a physical or mental disability. Trans-autistic. I think that's pretty much everyone on TikTok. It refers to someone who wants to acquire autism or a form of autism. It can also be used to describe someone who feels like they should acquire autism. Again, that's like a lot of people on TikTok, you know, who desperately want to have, a, you know, like a DID system, you know, multiple personalities or something. They just they just want it so bad. They're just they're faking it. That's pretty much what this is. And finally, trans psychotic, <laughs> a trans abled identity where one wishes to have or feels like they should have psychosis or wishes their existing systems of psychosis were a different severity or type. There you go. If you want to feel special, check out these new identities for 2023 in a showroom near you. They are all available for a test drive. You know, just get on TikTok, record a video, see how it feels. Acting like a transableist or transpsychotic or that one where you wish you had a feeding tube shoved down your throat. That's the one I want. Well, there you go. I do have a few related videos from people who are faking mental disorders. A lot of these are collected on that subreddit, Fake Disorder Cringe. First up, we've got Asher here, who is going to talk about pronouns. Hey, everybody, it's Asher, the best alter. And welcome to Just DID Things. So we've been out here just living our best plural life, living openly as a system, using we, us pronouns all the time, which is fine when you're talking to people online, but it really confuses medical professionals. 
Yeah, only people on TikTok really understand my mental condition, not medical professionals who are trained to diagnose such things. They seem confused by because because you're making it up because it's not a real thing. No one identifies as a fucking dragon. We were using we as pronouns and I could see the confusion growing. But the doctor just went along with it. I forgot how odd we us pronouns sound to the general public when they don't know what's going on. Anyways, this has been just DID things. Yeah, it's all about being part of a special little club. The general public, they don't understand us. Only 15-year-olds creating 30-second videos truly understand what I'm going through. Again, if you're new to the program or you're new to the idea of uh, fake disorders, this is a big thing on TikTok right now. Pretending you have multiple personalities. It's also known as dissociative identity disorder or DID. Alters... That's uh, those are just uh, like different personalities coming through. We have heard from some insane alters. Inanimate objects can be an alter. Hi, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm an alter. I'm a drain. My pronouns are pipe slash pip. And you're like, what? I'm sorry. What was your name is Chris, but you're a, a, a drain. Yeah. You know, water goes down it. A drain. Duh. It's cuckoo crazy banana. Sometimes they'll even name their DID systems, right? Like they'll, like I got a bio here from one of them. Uh, we're the candy system. This is from a 15 year old who thinks he or she has DID. Uh, they're white slash Caucasian. They're multigenic, uh, traumagenic, paragenic, neurotraumagenic, and stressgenic. They've got 32 alters in their system. I understood what very few of those words were. I was pretty much completely lost after the word candy. I also learned that uh, some of these people will create their own languages. This is shit I did when I was seven years old. I created a super secret language that my parents won't understand. Put yourself to me in every language you speak in order from most to least fluent. So this is a stitched video from a completely sane person who just, you know, is posing a question out there. Hey, anyone uh, on TikTok, how many languages do you know? German, French, and, and rate them based on how uh, fluent you are in them. We've got a DID faker here replying. I invented several. This is my time to shine. This is not what she wanted. She didn't want made up languages. English, number one. Hello, we're Jagged Pine. German, number two. Hello, guten Tag. Wir sind Jagged Line. Number three, we got Oxic. Akomai. Visorai. Jagged Line. Number four, Branai. Skanai. Hasiruro. Jagged Line. Of course, these all sound like Asian languages, because, you know, they're fucking anime dorks, all of them. Number five, Zirian. Hosomikaro. Hakyanani. Jagged Line. I understand they all sound kind of similar. They really don't. They're, they're not. Yeah, they do sound similar because you're not that fucking creative. Zirian isn't meant to be spoken for, for the record. Anyway, I invented those three. Um, please talk to me about them. Please find me interesting. Please, someone stroke my my fragile ego. Tell me how awesome my made up languages are, please. I love that one of her languages. Um, it's not meant to be spoken. <laughs> I can, you're only supposed to hear it in your mind. Hello. Yeah, she says goodbye in one of the made-up languages. Even though she she supposedly knows German, she went with one of the made-up ones. So uh, there you go. Another 
fucking insane child. The other thing kids are imitating in addition to, you know, multiple personalities is Tourette's. They don't even really understand Tourette's. They just they just know, that, you know, Tourette's people shout things out. They've got vocal tics. And uh, one of the clips here, I don't know if there's any good audio, but it's uh, a pair of girls pretending to have Tourette's. And they're playing with those, um, you know, fidget toys and the little, like, uh, rubber bubbles that you can pop out. Hey, guys. Like that, that, that has nothing to do with Tourette's, by the way. <laughs> Peter Jackson. Oh, oh my God! Sorry, guys. We forgot to mention that we have Tourette. Yeah, forgot to mention that. They're so bad at acting. She looks at the camera before all of her ticks. Like she looks shocked here, and then says "penis," and, and then oh, oh, I can't believe I said that. But, but she she was acting shocked before she even said the word. You know, just bad acting. The last clip I have here of these idiots before we move on to something else is a uh, another Tourette's faker. Typically, people that have a serious condition don't participate in TikTok challenges that uh, exploit their condition. So I was challenged to do the do the thing of like, how long can a person with Tourette's hold an egg? Yes, it's the Tourette's hold an egg challenge. How long can a person with Tourette's hold an egg? <laughs> and normally my Tourette's is like decently mild, so when cooking and stuff, I can hold, 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 hold an egg just fine. But when I'm in this situation where I know that I have to perform for the camera, that's not what she says, but that's what, that's what she means. <clears throat> I'm having a big urge to crack it against my skull. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what's going to happen here, you know, for views. Which is, like, not ideal, but <laughs> might happen. <laughs> if I stop repressing it, it will happen, so... <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> now, you heard laughing in the background. So there's someone watching. <laughs> she hits her head with the egg again. Yeah, like yeah. I said... <laughs> Thanks, Alex, for, for challenging me. Kids today. You know, people are too focused on uh, the words we use. I used to refer to uh, idiots, you know, people acting dumb as uh, retards or retarded. That's a big no-no now. People get canceled for that type of language. I ask you, though, what's worse? Calling someone a retard or pretending to be someone with a mental disorder or a neurological condition? Passing yourself off as, as someone with it with a condition that you don't really have and kind of profiting off of it. Like, I'm sure she's not making money on these TikTok videos, but she's getting likes. She's getting that fucking dopamine hit. Why am I always the one threatening to get canceled? Meanwhile, there are 15-year-olds on TikTok pretending to have Tourette's, cracking eggs on their head, identifying as non-binary dragons. It's fucking, it's insane. It's anarchy. The world's gone topsy-turvy. It's like those people pretending to be uh, from the military to get discounts and stuff. They wear the outfits, but they you know, they were never in the Marines. It's stolen valor. Same idea, kind of. It's like stolen crippledness. Stolen defect. I don't know. You can come up with your own term. Well, anyway, there you go. Some fake disorders for your Wednesday. Moving on now. I saw this video of a, a woman getting... Woman? Uh, girl getting kicked out of a Home Depot... She's got the worst voice. I would be kicking her out, too. 
I'm sorry, ma'am. I can't handle this sh- shrieking sound coming out of your mouth hole. Okay, you need to leave me. Now, according to the text on the screen, she says, uh, and then people wonder why we have a problem with the male race. So, you know, she's she's kind of lumping all males together here. Grown-ass employee in customers' faces calling me a cunt. Now, I haven't heard them call her a cunt yet. They wouldn't be too far off the mark, I think. She's being rude. You're being no, rude. No, I'm not being rude. You need to leave. I'm fine. No, you don't want any more customers. Yeah, that's not how it works. You've already purchased stuff, so you've received the goods. Why would you then get money for the stuff that you've already purchased and received? Give me the thousand dollars that I've spent here over the years. She wrote, uh, Jamie and Hanson. Apparently, those are the two guys in this video. You're going to lose your job today. Although she spelled it loose. You're going to lose your job today. Don't fuck with me. Oh, give me my thousands of dollars back. Please. Then give me my thousands of dollars back. Oh, cool, you're getting fired. Fired. Uh, fired. 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 Again, I have no idea why she was asked to leave. I just know that uh, whatever the reason was, the employees are in the right here. I said, I'm not leaving. Call the cops. I've done nothing wrong. I'm trying to buy something. And he's like, I'm not discounting anything. I'm not selling you anything. Get out of my store. Like pushing me out, like walking me out. Not touching me, but like pushing me basically out. So not pushing you then. Okay. And then now, I- he didn't touch me, but he pushed me. Turn around and- You're going to be rude. Go back to your country. That's what she said. And I think that's what probably caused them to kick her out of the store. And then I turn around and you're going to be rude. Go back to your country. Go back to your country because he wasn't from here. That was it. And I mean this sincerely for all the people in the back. If you ain't going to fucking respect Americans, go back to your country. Respect is or not given. Don't be fucking rude and working customer service um, for one. So I turn around. I say go back to your motherfucking country and learn some fucking manners before you come here. Whatever the fuck I said, spitfire as always. You know how I do. That was fucking it. Back in New York, the word fag is not really, like, offensive. Yeah, I don't think that that's true. Back in New York City, I could call people a brown shit-skinned faggot. It's just, it's not offensive there. I guess there's some, like, regional difference or something. Like, what the hell is this broad talking about? Maybe she's referring to, like, uh, upstate New York, where the F word is uh, acceptable. That was fucking it. Back in New York, the word fag is not really, like, offensive, but I understand we live in a day and age, and everybody's not from New York City, and everything is sensitive to everybody who's not from New York City. So the gay guy got really offended when I said for him to go back to his country. Get out of here, you fucking cunt. Go back to your country. Yeah? You ignorant. Go back. Yeah, you miss you fucking cunt. Yelling, screaming at me. So I finally pull out my phone. I'll show you the end of it. Here's the video. Been on the phone. Uh, It's interesting she didn't catch the part where they call her a cunt. Because that's like the worst thing that they supposedly did. Parking lots to customer service complaining because that's not how we treat customers. So Mr. Hansen and Jamie are going to lose their job today. This is what happens when we fuck with Amanda Marie Kashner. Okay, bye. Oh, great. Full name. 
That won't end up biting you in the ass. By the way, I looked her up. This is insane. I found her Instagram account. <laughs> she calls herself a mental health advocate. Organically building a conscious community and alternative healing center. What an advertisement for her business. Also ran across a second video of her. Here she is, uh, I guess at home, just talking about her ex. Can we actually be other assistance? Yeah, I'll tell you how. Go break his fucking kneecaps. Go break his fucking teeth in. They're already a little fucked up. Let's make them a little more fucked up. He was always jealous that I never had braces. He was always jealous that I was more intelligent than him. You this next part might, uh, like, border on criminal. Like, maybe you guys would feel bad for me. And I can use that money and hire a bounty hunter. And then we'll put a fucking bounty on his head. But I still think it's way more fun if I just go get him himself. So she you know, wants my to shoot her boyfriend or hire a bounty hunter? <laughs> yeah, this is my mental health advocate, Amanda. Here she is acting all artsy-fartsy spiritual. Hello, beautiful people. It's oh. Amanda Marie from Art Van Gogh and the Seed of Conscious Community. I know that I promised you guys I would be on here way more but I have just been going with the ebbs and flow of life. Mm, and there's just been a lot of ebbs there. Dealing with everything that life has handed me. A lot of changes have happened and I decided. For instance, I'm currently banned from all Home Depots in the continental United States. It's been crazy, crazy times. She's standing in a forest near a river. Do you see where I'm at? This is a little community river. Right by the sea to conscious community. It's on. What the fuck is a community river? Cranberry Court. Now the synchronicity. We all piss and shit in there. City here is community wild. toilet. I grew up on Cranberry Court in Staten Island, New York. I cannot make this shit up. So today is officially official. I have my car packed with the last load of stuff, and I am moving to the sea to conscious community full time. This video was posted on July 10th. I wonder if she's going to get kicked out of that community for her behavior. She really should. I mean, I know nothing about the seed of conscious community, but uh, it sounds pretty hippy-dippy, lovey-dovey, hand-holding, kumbaya, co-op sort of bullshit, right? Can't imagine the crunchy freaks over there would uh, be down for, you know, how she acted at Home Depot. All right, uh, so there you go. That's Amanda. One last freak out, and then we will get into the news. We've got a mom defending her kid. Her child came to her and said, Mom, some kids beat me up on the playground. So mom did the rational thing, and uh, she waddled her fat ass onto the playground where these kids were still playing. She brought a knife, though. She starts chasing the kids around the playground. How fun. Come with me. I got hands, Come with me. Come with me. I got hands. I got hands. I got hands. I got hands. She not only brought a knife, she's wielding that powerful N-word. Uh, it's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. Kids are screaming because, you know, they're being chased after with a knife. A child reasoning with, a, with an adult. Put the knife down. All right, all right. Let's talk. Put the knife down. Kids are spitting facts here. Now, the the child who was beat up comes running out of the car to defend his mom. 
the the you little. That's the that's the woman's kid. Get away from me! What's up? It's a real scene over here. She called me an N-word though. Because you're being one. A nigger is an ignorant person. Doesn't mean you're black. But you can't say it. You can't. Yeah, that's the only people who are called the N-word typically. Say it. I just feel like your definition is wrong. I can say whatever I want. It's freedom of speech. How's she, how's she saying the N-word? She called me a hit on. She called me a You beat up three of my kids. Two of you kids. Who are three? Correction, we only beat up two. Landon, Kai, and McKenna. No, they almost McKenna? did. They that almost girl? Did. No, I don't hate they girls. I hate, I hate niggas, though. No, they almost did. It doesn't they matter. To jail, they my kids weren't fucking with you. Yo, he called me the B-word four times. He, he did. It. He kept doing mean stuff. Oh, he deserved it. Oh, and then that's Okay, that's I apologize. Whoa, wait a second. What? The mom with the knife is apologizing to these kids that she was just chasing? Wait a second. Wait, wait. My son called you the B word? Well, that changes everything. You need to watch your fucking mouth. Like I said. You- <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I love when parents admonish their kids for swearing by swearing. You need to watch your fucking mouth. Where did you learn to talk like that, you little shit? According to the description here, this woman was arrested two months after it happened. Well, she did apologize. Hey, I apologize. You need to watch your fucking mouth. Like I said. You sitting there telling me that they're starting shit. They is. They all started this. No, see, you got me. Get the fuck in the car. (laughs) Watch your fucking language. That's pretty much where the video ends. It's another distorted view. Mother of the year candidate. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right If you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this daily podcast since 2004. You do the math. Run the numbers. It's like 5,000 past episodes in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and we'll be doing another one tomorrow. Memberships, again, are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you want an even easier way to uh, gain access to new Sideshow exclusive episodes, you can now sign up in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll get all the free shows and the exclusive shows on one convenient feed there. So check that out. Finally, last way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So a little perk there. Check it out. Patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, whether it be huffing shit fumes or chewing on Tide Pods, kids are known for being incredibly stupid. Truth be told, only a small fraction of a portion of a percentage of kids participate in this tomfuckery. But even if one kid does it, I will report it here on TV because I hate children. I love exposing their stupidity. Ding. The newest dangerous and idiotic fad is coming from India. Jago, 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 
Jagu Jagu to you as well. All right, according to Gizmodo and CNN News 18, which is an English language outlet in India co-owned by Warner Brothers Discovery, the sale of flavored condoms in the city of Durgapur, when they're in India, began skyrocketing in July. It was a curious development because flavored condoms are more of a novelty than anything else. And who loves novelty treats? Children. When a shopkeeper asked a frequent customer why young people were suddenly obsessed with flavored condoms, the young man said that he regularly buys condoms to get high. Sex isn't a good enough reason to buy condoms anymore. That good feeling pales in comparison to whatever it is they're doing with condoms. Snorting them? Injecting them? Like, what are you doing? Are you filling them up with vodka and stuffing them up your ass? That would kind of make sense. All right, so the trillion-dollar question is, how do you get high with condoms? And are there tutorials online? Well, the news report said that young people may be boiling the condoms in hot water for hours and then drinking the condom water. Udian Basak. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I had something in my throat. Basak. Basak. Oh, that's his name. Uh, Udian Basak, a polymer chemistry research scholar, said that this theoretically is possible. My question is, how do kids come up with this? Like, how did they figure this out initially? We've got a fucking polymer chemistry scholar saying, I, I guess in theory, kids could get high on condoms. I'm running the numbers, doing some formulas and putting some data into the computer. That's how he's figuring it out. Kids, though, just came up with this idea. It came out of thin air. They're like, hey, I got some condoms. Let's try boiling them in water and then drinking it. That's like a fun way to pass the time. Condoms apparently contain synthetic resin polyurethane for durability and stretching purposes. They are made from polyisoprene, which is a component of rubber, and utilize glycerin to give the product specific flavors. The key here, apparently, is the polyurethane. It's believed that the ethylene glycol, which is a kind of alcohol, is produced when the polyurethane breaks down after boiling flavored condoms in water and keeping them aside for six to eight hours. Experts who spoke to CNN News 18 compared it to the high folks get from sniffing glue. Oh, that's a good high, which can produce a temporary sense of euphoria or hallucinations that usually only last for a few minutes. I uh, I don't sniff glue. I do like the smell of rubber cement. I don't use it to get high. I just like it. Also, I love the smell of rubbing alcohol. If it's at least 70 percent. Again, don't want it to get high or anything. I just uh, I really enjoy the scent. That's neither here nor there, but thought maybe you'd like to learn something interesting about me. Obviously, the news report has to mention that uh, sniffing glue and other inhalants like spray paint and markers and cleaning fluid can lead to harmful long-term effects. They include kidney damage, hearing loss, bone marrow damage, loss of coordination. I have that. I must have been sniffing too much rubber cement. Uh, limb spasms and brain damage. That's according to the National Institute of Drug Abuse. Basically, the same thing can happen when young folks drink flavored condom water. Quote, drinking this water can cause intoxication and addiction. What a lame-ass thing to get addicted to. I need it, man. I can't go a day without drinking my condom water. I get the jitters. You have to start drinking more and more condom water just to get that same high. I'm up to seven packs of condoms a day. This water can negatively impact the lungs and kidneys as well as harm the body's nervous system. 
Now, again, it's not clear if teens are actually drinking condom water in any sort of real numbers here. One or two children may have tried this. Uh, the CNN News 18 report is based uh, on the account of one shopkeeper who asked a young customer why condoms were flying off his shelf. Really? This whole news story that CNN posted and, and all these other news outlets like Gizmodo are picking up on, it's, it's based on the account of one shopkeeper. You know how kids lie to adults? They probably did it as a goof. Why are we buying condoms? Ah, uh, to drink the juice. We, we're drinking condom juice. Meanwhile, the reality is these kids are probably fucking, man. There's not enough evidence right now to say whether any recent increase of flavored condom sales can be attributed to this bizarre practice. So there you go. Second story we have for you. Pharma bro Martin Shkreli is at it again. It did not take him long. He just got released from prison. He's back to being a giant douche. <laughs> a giant douche I love covering here on the podcast. Martin Shkreli is allowing interested parties to sign up for time slots so they can go on a date with him. Yeah, it looks like he set up a Google Docs spreadsheet where interested parties can answer and fill out various tabs. The formerly incarcerated Shkreli, who spent four years in prison for securities fraud, said he will be free for dates starting on September 14th, which is when his ankle monitor comes off. All dates come with a standard gift bag and a non-disclosure agreement. I'd go on a date with him for the standard gift bag alone. The gift bag includes uh, jewelry, a handbag, or shoes. The form, which is a, uh, a public Google Sheets doc titled Date Martin Shkreli, uh, has categories such as whether the interested party requires travel or a hotel, what their height and weight are, their chest size, and whether they would have any interest in getting pregnant. Then there's the FOTFD tab. Basically, that's asking respondents if they fuck on the first date. Now, since this is a public document, we can see who's responded. Some women have said yes, they would fuck on the first date. Others say no. I would say it all depends on how good that gift bag is. One person agreed only if Shkreli was willing to take an STI test. That date, by the way, was approved by Martin. According to the form, Shkreli is booked on a date almost every night until October. He's going to be a very busy boy. That is, except for Sundays. You can't blame him. Even God needed a day to rest. Uh, there's also a guy's night that involves being in Murray Hill, balling out of control. At least 14 of the dates are approved in the dock with others processing. The form also includes an FAQ about Shkreli, which says that his height is 5'9", although some consider that to be dubious. Oh, really? He's shorter than that? Uh, and that applying doesn't necessarily guarantee a date. Now, it looks like this story was first reported by the Daily Dot, and uh, they tried to contact a few women on the, the spreadsheet, you know, to get a comment. It was super easy to track them down because there are fields for the women to include their Instagram and Twitter handles. So this sheet is really a doxing nightmare. While none of the women responded to Daily Dot, Shkreli reached out and said, Hey, stop harassing my women. He demanded that the Daily Dot cease and desist. Shkreli is back in the public eye after being released from prison in May after serving time for defrauding investors and running a Ponzi scheme. Since his release, he's created a, a semi-anonymized Twitter account and announced a Web3-based drug company called Druglike. We don't even know if that company's legal because he's not supposed to ever work in the drug industry again. 
I can understand trying to like skirt around the whole thing. Like, no, this is a Web3 company. It's not a drug company, but I would definitely name it something other than drug-like. Stay away from the word drug or medication altogether, seeing as how you're banned from that particular industry. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. What was that ridiculous piece of art that went up for sale recently? Was it a rotten banana? I can't exactly remember, but uh, we've got a new contender for ridiculous piece of art. Totally beats a rotten banana. On July 7th, Australian artist Matthew Griffin debuted a work he titled Pickle. A single slice of pickle he plucked from a McDonald's cheeseburger and subsequently threw onto the pristine white ceiling of a gallery space. It allegedly never fell from that spot, and it's now currently up for sale. I'm looking at the thing. It is quite breathtaking, quite exquisite, because it's not just a pickle. It's a McDonald's pickle. Those fucking things have a completely different consistency to real pickle. You know what I mean? Slimier. I don't know what type of pickles McDonald's use. It's fucking disgusting. But also, it's like covered in ketchup and mustard. So you got the green and the red swirls and the yellow of the mustard. I really believe the artist is trying to portray man's fall from grace and the futility of existence when distilled down into the unobtainable goal of a life void of vices. It's uh, incredibly powerful and ultimately just a goddamn pickle on a wall. The work, which was recently shown at Michael Lett, a New Zealand gallery that hosted the former Cucumber at its show called Hosting Fine Arts. Ironic name there. Griffin is an artist known for starting conversations on the perceived pretentiousness of the art world, using comedy as a starting point to discuss serious issues like health and dental care for freelance artists in Australia, for example. According to the gallery, this most recent work is intentionally designed to question what art has value and what doesn't. The show closed on July 30th. Still, any purchaser of the work won't receive the exact pickle from the exhibit, will, uh, but will be given instructions on how to recreate the art in their own space. Are you at least given a pickle if you buy this, or are you just given instructions on how to throw a pickle up onto the ceiling? No word on whether or not the work sold... Apparently, the asking price for the pickle art is $6,329 US dollars. How much is a McDonald's cheeseburger at this point? A buck or two? You could probably buy like 3,000 McDonald's cheeseburgers. And each of those cheeseburgers usually come with one or two pickles. Plus, you get the buns and the meat. Think of all the extra art you can create with those things. The label underneath the artwork for this particular piece called Pickle uh, is just the ingredient list for a McDonald's cheeseburger. I guess this is like found on their website. A regular bun uh, includes a wheat flour, water, sugar, canola oil, wheat gluten, glaze, uh, iodized salt, yeast. It goes on and on ingredients of the cheese and the ketchup and you know you get the idea uh, reaction to the work has been decidedly mixed some art critics called it priceless and superb while others roasted the work quote i got kicked out of a mcdonald's by the police for doing this when i was a teenager now it's an art one person said how do they exhibit this so-called artwork did they rip a part of the ceiling out asked another it's the banana thing all over again how unoriginal that's a reference to uh, Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. That piece was called The Comedian. It's the infamous artwork that consisted of a single banana duct taped to a gallery wall. 
That's the piece I was uh, uh, thinking about. That one sold for $120,000. Way more than that uh, stupid $6,000 pickle. I mean, this is uh, real art. There's a banana. There's duct tape. A lot of thought went into that, obviously. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Hey, don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. It's a great way to uh, chat and be part of the community. It's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. Hey, this is David Messingen. Also, short note, we were talking about uh, Chris Chan today. Figured I'd let you know my roommate is pretty much another Chris Chan. Thinks that because no women want him, he's going to turn into a girl. He's already going through the process. That's for the last six months. Wow. So can get a girl. So. This is like a thing guys are doing now. And I feel like this is like a last resort for a lot of incels. If I can't get a woman as a dude, I'll become a woman. I'll turn into a lesbian. Someone will want me then. I I don't think these guys are thinking things through. Now, no offense to lesbians. There's all different kinds of lesbians out there. But when you're a sad, fat, disgusting man and you decide that you're going to be trans to get a woman... What you're going to turn yourself into is a fat, ugly woman. And, you know, lesbians have standards, too. Pretty lesbians go for pretty lesbians. You know, you try to date somewhere in your league. You don't want to slum it. Like, you rarely see, you know, a a, a 10 going out with a 3. So, you know, the the quality of lesbian you're going to get, it's up in the air, but it, it, it doesn't look good. You're not going to get the type of pussy you want, is what I'm trying to say. You got to be careful. Okay, listen. It's not even Christmas time. You know how this song triggers me. How dare you? This is like a day after my birthday I'm dealing with this shit. Hey, Jimmy Boo, it's DJC calling from the Tesla of love. Just calling. Stick with me. I got a couple things. Okay. The question you were asking the other day, yes, if you run out of charge, you will have to get towed to a supercharger where you can plug in. It, it's not as bad as you think where, like, the car's just going to die. and that's Right. You would just go to a supercharger, charge up. But I feel like they're, they're, they have to come up with a better solution. Like, instead of having to tow the Tesla to a charging station if you run out of juice, why doesn't Tesla supply tow companies... With uh, like a giant battery that they can just take with them. Not like a huge ass battery, but you know, one that would fit in their tow truck and they can just sort of juice you up on the side of the road. You know, they, they give you 10 or 20 minutes worth of a charge, enough to get to the, the, the station you're going for, rather than like towing the car and going through that expense. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be uh, some way to go in about that. In response to uh, that, you know, you. the car, when you use the navigation system built in on the Tesla, mm. it really doesn't let you run at a charge. It'll tell you, you know, slow down to make it to your next charger if you've got too far of a distance to go. That's kind of cool. It'll give you It'd be cool if the car just took over and was like, no, 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 you can't be trusted. I'm driving you to the gas station or the charging station. It updates throughout your journey. And if you're going on like a long trip, like we want- I think this is common for a lot of EV cars. 
Like you could plot out, you know, if you if I was going to drive up to Ashtabula, it would uh, it would tell me where I need to stop to uh, to, to charge up from Connecticut to, to Myrtle Beach over the summer. Um, it'll actually tell you every stop you're going to make and how long you're going to be there. So it's not very easy to run out of charge. I mean, if you didn't right. use the navigation at all. I don't yet. understand these people who are so against electric cars. First of all, they're fast as shit. Right, you've seen these like these Teslas that go like zero to sixty in two seconds. That's what a lot of guys want in a car. Yeah, I want a fast car, man. You know what's not to like about that? Still, there are people that are just adamantly against EVs. I heard this crazy thing um, about EVs um, that when they first started coming out, car companies would uh, make the logo green. Makes total sense. The color's green, going green kind of synonymous with being environmentally conscious or whatever people guys especially would not buy cars that seem green so so now everything is blue that's like the official color of electric cars not some faggy environmentalist green no no boy blue it's the only way you can uh, get some people to buy into this electric car idea I don't know if that anecdote is true or not, but it's funny. Just, just drive <laughs> Probably around and true. Around the and where I am, I'm never more than like 10, 20 miles from a charger up here. Oh, right, Most great. People, Your Tesla's wonderful. People aren't. You just don't realize. Bah, 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 bah. Um, you just got to look at the map and see where they are. But I, you know, I almost got a hybrid this, this last time. And probably the next time I get a car, either, you know, whether I lease it or buy it, probably will be a hybrid or electric. This uh, the, the, the Kia Seltos I have is just a regular gas car. But prior to getting the Kia Seltos, remember I had that Kia Nero, which was a hybrid and it died on me. It was brand new. It was like a 2022 or 2021, whatever year it is. I, I got this car. Uh, and uh, I was at a Burger King drive through Boom. It died. It would not start up. Everywhere. I, I was so uh, just disgusted with it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing the hybrid. Uh, at least the Tesla chargers. Not uh, right now. Forget about all that nonsense. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Timmy Boo. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Um, I was calling because you made a comment the other day in one of the shows, I think it was yesterday's show, that you are were being sexist. And technically... Technically? You're gay. Technically, I am, yes. So I think <laughs> you were referencing those girls in that play or whatever the hell they were doing about women's rights and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I mean, you're gay. Aren't you gay because you couldn't stand the shill? Your exact words were, I can't stand the the shrill in their voice. (laughs) But isn't that why you're gay? I mean, Absolutely. It's part of it. I mean, yes, I know the vagina. That and the insatiable need for cock in every one of my holes. But it's mostly the shrill voice thing. I gotta say, it has a lot to do with it. But you don't like women, right? I mean, that's what? Oh, yes. that's being gay because you don't like women. Being gay is sexist, is what you're saying. Uh, so you're... I can't see that as being sexist. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's more. Oh, I see. Being... You're saying I can't be sexist because I'm gay. Hey, I walk the walk. I hate women, and I have a good reason to. You <laughs> attracted to what you are. 
That's but right. Anyway, let me know. How Don't discriminate against me. I'm allowed to be sexist. How are you doing, Timmy Boo? I love you. I love you. I, love I like the way you think. I love you, too. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 <laughs> Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs-up, or like, wherever you can rate and review podcasts. What a great birthday gift that would be. Just get on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Get on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Maybe even throw me up. uh, Don't throw me up. Uh, Give us a review. That would be great, too. Uh, Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Allow my voice to instruct the process of enlarging your penis. Follow the path directly to your penis. Actually allow yourself to see and feel the experience of being inside of your penis. Your entire body, your mind, and your spirit is in agreement with creating a large, strong penis. Pulsing with excitement and vitality. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a lot Much bigger, no doubt about it. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.